So if you follow me, you know I'm really outspoken, right? You know, I tend to voice my mind on things I'm truly concerned about, and uh, I come off extremely passionate, right? You know, it's because people's well-being really matters to me. Um, I got involved with the field of mental health and substance use because I was raised in a house where there's a lot of substance use going on, domestic violence. You know, and I had to live through that. I had to burden all the pain and endure life. Struggling with shit that was going on in my subconscious that I really never even understood. You know, and little by little started acting out as I got older and went through my own heap of shit that I talk about in my book. But uh, it, so, yeah, it, eventually throughout life, it led me to counsel people. Right. And. uh so in college, they teach you, you know, different modalities, different models to treat people, you know, cognitive, behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing, DBT, uh, trauma-informed. There's so many different types of modalities that are used, and they call these evidence-based practices, right? Um, and I guess it states that there's evidence that proves that these modalities work. So fast forward, I've worked in treatment for about five years now, and... I'm held to these uh, modalities. I must use these uh, evidence-based practices because they work, right? The catch is that they don't work. So I've been working in treatment, like I said, for about five years. And now I'm at the point where I've had guys that I, were on my first caseload that I've ever had five years later been in treatment five times since their first time with me. Um, and it's it's hard for me to say this, but... I just truly don't believe that evidence-based practices work. I don't think treatment works whatsoever. So as bad as this sounds to say, I've chosen to have specific guinea pigs that are that understand the stages of change and, and what stage they are in as far as changing goes, you know? And I've been trying to teach my guys not to identify as an addict. You know, you don't have to do 12-step work. I don't understand why so many treatment centers are so hell-bent on having patients do step work you know if it's not evidence-based practices it's step work step work just doesn't work it's not that the 12 steps doesn't work but any type of positive structure will work i love I, I i love i hate alcoholic anonymous and narcotic anonymous slogans like one is never enough and a million is too many or like you know take it one day at a time um stuff like that you know um i'm about having a solid structure that breeds positivity you know um i believe the success rate of treatment is like five to ten percent five to ten percent of the people that go into treatment succeed so what happens to the other people you know ask yourself that Nonetheless, these evidence-based practices that they're exclaiming that I must use when I'm running groups and individual counseling session, but they don't work. I'll tell you what does work, though. And I believe this to work because I've implemented my own style with a few of my patients, you know, with utilizing snippets of evidence-based practices and even a couple of the 12 steps. A little bit of smart recovery coupled in with it too. But at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer that smart recovery 
out trumps a lot of the other practices that are meant to be used in treatment. And I'll tell you why. When you set small attainable goals, it's not that they're easy to achieve, but the simplicity between attainable goals builds confidence and shows success in a person that's never been confident nor succeeded ever in their life. So when I meet with my guys, I try to get them to understand the importance of good healthy diet, meditation, reading, and exercise. And on top of that, finding a hobby that will give them a sense of fulfillment. It's not about getting guys to list off everything that triggers them in tons of different ways to cope with these urges to use. It just isn't the way the real world works. You know, um, the DSM-5 will tell you that you have a disease. And it's so hard for me to tell uh, a person struggling with addiction that they have a disease. I have a charity called Band for the Cure that I started with a colleague of mine named Tim Deal. He's an awesome guy. He has a master's in gerontology. Um, We work directly with children that are struggling with cancer. I've seen so many children die from cancer. So many grandparents, fathers, daughters, brothers, sisters, mothers, aunts, uncles, cousins die from cancer. An incontrollable disease. And yet we paint this picture that the addict has this compulsive disease that's progressive and all this treatment mumbo jumbo that doesn't benefit the addict or person struggling with addiction whatsoever you know so i get to the root of the problem i believe in therapy you know processing whatever trauma you've been through and putting it behind you accepting the cards that have been dealt forgiving the people that have done you wrong and putting your past behind you you know if this life really is a book you know if they say like oh it's another chapter of my life that's awesome maybe the first 10 chapters of your book were bad maybe you've been messed with maybe you've done some drugs maybe you've been hurt you've been let down you've been abandoned you know and if no one's ever told you that you can push through this let me be the first person to tell you that you can put the past behind you you are capable of making new choices new decisions the thing is there's so much neurology that's coupled up with the things that we learn the behaviors that we take on you know our perspectives are learned we see things a certain way and it's hard for us to change the way that we view things but when you can have an open mind and you're open to the possibility of change and that you are capable of change change is then possible and i swear by it spend your days with a little bit of meditation some good exercise to really make you feel alive get out there and sweat make your heart beat get out of your comfort zone eat some good low glycemic foods i'm talking fish i'm talking chicken i'm talking veggies grains water don't drink sodas don't drink sugars i believe in a very holistic approach exercise meditation reading diet and a hobby that will fulfill you. 
you know don't complicate things treatment centers complicate everything treatment centers take a child and make them feel like they're bleeding all over the place and they need tourniquets and stitches and ambulance and it's not that serious yes you've done some drugs yes you've made some bad mistakes yes you've burned some bridges yes you've let some family members down yes you've made mistakes you're not the only one these def- these mistakes do not need to define you you know say it you, you could say it like this you know my past can remind me but it does not define me Take that with you and start exercising. Start reading self-help books about saving money, living healthy, and see if you don't start saving money and living healthy naturally. Because when you put your brain to work, it works. If you feel like you aren't capable of doing something, your brain's going to agree with you. It's going to say, yeah, you're probably right. You're not capable. But if you try and you start thinking of ways to get ahead, ways to succeed, your brain will help you. Your brain will start sending you messages, questioning you, offering you ideas. But if you don't think you're capable of doing it, your brain's going to agree with you. But I'm here to tell you that everybody has self-worth. The human body is the most resilient thing on the face of this earth. And if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you have no worth, if you feel helpless, you feel there's no way out of the hole that you're in, I'm here to tell you that I promise you, you can dig your way out of this. Tons of people have. They wouldn't write awesome movies and books about people who have faced adversity and gone past it. You know, tell yourself a positive affirmation. You know, remind yourself that you're capable. You deserve to be here just as much as me or anybody else in this world. Exercise, read, meditate, and eat good. Stick to those staples. Cut out all the bad negativity and toxic shit around you. And over time, I promise you, I promise you, your life will change. Trust the process. Be patient. And look out for yourself and be good to yourself, you guys. And let's escape this trap. Be well.